This is episode two, what might be your greatest undoing, your expectations. Welcome to the Wellness Project podcast with Claire Obeyed. I'm a life and wellness coach, yoga teacher, EFT practitioner, and meditation guide. And most importantly, I'm a mama. And I'm here to support you to free your mind, fuel your body, and feed your soul as we journey into the project of your own wellness. From meditation, yoga, spirituality, and health to well being, mindset, conscious living, and conscious parenting, I dive into it all. Featuring moments of contemplation mixed with inspired action to cultivate new habits, rituals, and tools for your wellness journey. With mini meditation sessions to support you in cultivating inner stillness, connection, and clarity, and special co-hosted episodes and interviews to answer your questions, The Wellness Project Podcast has you covered. Okay, guys, so I am going to launch straight into this discussion on expectations by sharing a little story with you, something that happened recently. So my husband and I and my little girl were away on a holiday up in the far north Queensland, sunny part of Australia. It was really beautiful. And you know what? Looking back, there wasn't that much to complain about. Didn't have to cook or clean for a week. The weather was perfect. Our apartment was gorgeous. Soleil was ridiculously happy every single day. But Soleil had a really bad cough that kept us all awake every single night. So for the five nights that we were there, in addition to being pregnant and all the usual things that come with being pregnant, I was exhausted. I'd barely slept any of the nights that we were there. By the second last or the last day, I can't really remember, I was so wiped out that I was emotional and exhausted. And this tends to be my default pattern. Sleep deprivation and I are not the best of friends because it sends me into a really emotionally drained and sensitive place, which is a pretty emotionally drained and sensitive place considering that I am already quite a sensitive and emotional person. It's a good combination. Something I'm still working on. So it was the morning, I was wiped out, and I just realized I was sitting there while my daughter and my husband were chatting and playing nearby, and there were tears streaming down my face. And I was quite surprised. I was quite surprised at how emotional and soft and vulnerable I felt in that moment. And my husband was asking me, baby, what's wrong? What's going on? And I couldn't actually speak because every time I opened my mouth to say something, the intensity of the emotion would increase. And I felt like in that moment, it wasn't appropriate to just burst and let it all out. And I knew that if I started to, I would just sob like a child into my pillow. I know, right? A little bit of sleep deprivation. Uh, But when he left the room, they went out for a little walk just to give me some breathing space. I sat there and just did what I usually do, which is start reflecting and asking questions. And I try to do so from an objective perspective. So somebody looking in on the situation, what would they be asking? What questions could they ask in that moment to get me to open up and really tap into what I was feeling? And I came to realize a couple of major things. The first was the first layer, I guess, of what I was feeling. And it was that I wanted somebody, i.e. my husband in that moment, to take care of me. I felt this desperate yearning to be nurtured 
I felt this desperate need to be wrapped up and held and comforted and soothed and to have somebody fill back my love tank, fill it up. And like I mentioned, sleep deprivation does that to me. It makes me feel empty. It makes me feel just bone dry. As I sat there with that realization, I let myself feel at first, I let myself acknowledge the fact that I wanted this, that I felt I needed somebody, i.e. my husband in that moment, to fill me back up. I tried not to judge it, but I could feel that there was something else underneath that. You know, my intellectual mind is quite strong and I sat there going, okay, Claire, that's really interesting and maybe there is an element of truth here. Maybe we do need to talk this through with your partner and find a way to feel a little bit more um, loved and cared for. But my intuition, the, the wisdom within myself told me that there was something else going on here. And when I sat with that, I, f- I came to see and feel very quickly that what was really going on was, yes, I was exhausted. Yes, I was sleep deprived. But what I was really feeling was that I needed to feel full. I needed to refuel. I needed to feel reconnected. And I needed it to happen from the inside out. I needed to feel alive again. And I needed to feel whole again. But it had to come from the internal It couldn't come from anyone or anything external. That I actually had to face the fact that I was feeling empty, that my love cup was empty. There was nothing left for me to give. I was struggling to give to Soleil. I was struggling to give to my partner, even though we're away on this beautiful holiday, because I was so exhausted and there was nothing left to give. And so hence my outward reaction was, He needs to make me feel better. I expect him to fill me back up. I expect comfort and nurturing and love from him. So the story is is essentially irrelevant, as, as are all stories, really. But what I really wanted to share with you was this realization of expectations. Now, I have had enough time journeying with myself over the last 10 years and sitting with my own demons and my own struggles and my own flaws and my own negative thought patterns. So it didn't take me long to identify that expectation, but that's what I wanted to share with you and talk with you about today because these expectations have brought me undone more than once in my own personal journey and story. Another instance is the expectation I had around what motherhood would be like with Soleil when I first became a mother. Now, this is a really interesting one because there are two kinds of expectations and the expectations that I had as a mother were completely subconscious and they were all based on programs. There are other expectations that we have that we're fully aware of. We're very conscious about them. We know I expect this, dot, dot, dot. I expect that when I arrive at my family house, that this will happen. Or I expect that when I catch up with my girlfriends, this will happen. Or I expect that when I go to work, this will happen. Those expectations can still bring us undone quite deeply and profoundly. But they're the easier ones to work on because they're on the top level, surface level. We can consciously acknowledge them. We're aware of them and we can 
consciously make a change. However, the other ones I've mentioned, the subconscious beliefs, the patterns, perhaps things that have been programmed in us from a very, very young age, these are the ones that sneak up. These are the ones that undo us. So the one I gave you earlier, the example I gave you around having this expectation that my partner would be the one to fill me back up because I felt so empty, that was actually a really massive light bulb moment because it made me realize, wow, that's a program that I'm running. That's a belief system that I have that my partner, the person that I have said yes to life with, or the person that's my nearest and dearest, my closest, it's their responsibility to nurture and fill me back up. Now, where and how I learned that belief and that program, where that came from, that's a whole separate conversation. And feel free to write in and tell me if you want to learn more about that. And I, I can share, I'm happy to. But I won't dive into that right now because that is a whole separate conversation that would take another 20 minutes. But when I registered that program, it was a massive light bulb also a curveball. It was uncomfortable. There was some discomfort there. But I have since set the intention and made the choice that every time I notice that expectation flare up, I'm going to consciously reprogram, rewrite, choose a different pathway and do what I know I need to do, which is to actually start from the inside out. How do I refill and refuel myself? Now, I'm really wanting to share with this with you because I see it unfold in my life on a daily basis. I see it unfold in the lives of so many of my clients on a daily basis. I see how expectations are actually a major block in our life. Expectations are the things that keep us in this stressed state and lead us to disappointment and lead us to being so dissatisfied with what we're experiencing in our life because we're already starting from a point that potentially can never be achieved because it is really quite a ridiculous thing to expect that when I am completely empty that A, somebody else should fill me up and B, that that's going to be the answer, the antidote because it's not. No matter what my husband might do in that moment, even if I wrote him out the perfect script to reenact, to fulfill and refuel me, it still wouldn't satisfy because the yearning is actually coming from a deep soul place. The yearning is actually coming from, yes, the exhaustion, but it's also coming from my soul speaking through that exhaustion and saying, Claire, you're empty you're depleted. Something's got to change. You have to change something here. You need time out. You need to meditate. You need to stretch. You need to breathe. You need to drink a lot of clean, fresh water, whatever it is. So I'm really building on this example, guys, so that you can actually feel into how this expectation can be worked with. And maybe right now it would really support you to actually grab a pen and a paper or if you're driving, just mentally think about this. Where are your expectations living in your life? Where are those surface level ones, the conscious ones that you're aware of, the ones that are in the forefront of your mind, the ones that you think about, the ones that you state out loud? 
But where are also the subconscious ones? How do they show up? When do they show up? Try and look underneath them as well, because what's the message really coming through? Because that surface level expectation is the bit that undoes you, the bit that pulls you apart, the bit that leaves you in a mess and a state, but it's not really the truth of what your soul is calling out for. I hope that that's clear so far because if I was to have sat with that first level expectation, I would have gotten to a rant and a rave and started talking to my husband and demanding, this is what I need, you should be doing this, I need this from you, et cetera, et cetera. Now, that's not to say that there wasn't any truth in that because it did give me something to reflect on. My husband is an incredible man, but he's also busy and managing a toddler and running his own life. So there was a conversation that was had, which is, I do feel I need some more reconnection time with you, not I do feel you need to do X, Y, Z for me. But the very core of it was connection with him, connection with me, refueling on a soul level. So have a think about those expectations. Where are they creeping into your life and where are they causing chaos? And can you become more and more and more aware of them? Can you actually notice them? Now, this is really key, guys. Don't go and then notice them and then just hope that they will go away or do the opposite and freak out about them and worry about how you're going to quote-unquote get rid of them. Simply set the intention of what you would like it to be instead Simply set the intention that you will honor the moment when you see those rise up and that you will choose to rewrite the story in that moment to mentally, physically, emotionally, even spiritually choose differently in that moment, respond to what the message is really saying to you and start to slowly chip away at that program, that belief, that idea that is so concrete within you that's running within you subconsciously. That's how we rewrite those programs. That's how we work at breaking down those expectations. And when you start to let go of expectations one by one by one, you're left in this surrendered state. You're left in this state where there is no longer as much control going on in your life. And it's actually a really beautiful place to be. It's a much more surrendered and soft place, but that doesn't mean that you're just you know, pushed and pulled by life and you're, you're not driving and you're not driving your life or you're not seated in the driver's seat is probably another way to, to say it. But it just means that you're not smacked in the face by your expectations saying, whoa, this is what you wanted. These are all unmet. What's going on here? And then you're pissed off and angry and frustrated and you just feel so up against life. When your expectations are diminished or watered down or you're able to see them and nip them in the bud before they overgrow and take over, then there is a much more serene element to your day, a softness, a peace, a gentleness, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. You're more willing to accept what happens in the moment. You're more willing to, quote-unquote, go with the flow. You feel a little bit more... Uh, how do I say this? You're allowing whatever is happening in your day to just be without judgment. And you show up to the challenges and the problems and the experiences and the joys and the wins in a state without all the heady emotion getting in the way, without the moods blocking the experience. And you can show up and respond in a much more healthier, 
intuitive, beautiful place. And it feels good, you know, it feels good to be like, okay, so you're tired. This is what you need. Right, let's go and do something about that. Instead of the outpouring of emotion that sometimes can actually lower your vibration and bring you into a really huge state of despair. Now, there's little asterisks here, right? So I'm not saying feeling emotion is wrong. Trust me, I'm absolutely not saying that because emotion is such a stepping stone to real spiritual growth and insight and learning. But sometimes we can get lost in the emotion. Sometimes we can get lost in the motion of that energy moving through us and we let it overtake and then we let it become us and we let it kind of run ourselves, run our lives, run our day, run our experience and we see the world through the color of that emotion. Whereas when we can sit with the emotion, feel into it, move through it, come out the other side, that can be a really fluid and effortless and relatively quick process and it should be. But we all tend to get lost in our emotion for a very long time. So I'm definitely not saying emotion is a bad thing. And I'm definitely not saying to never feel emotion and that you don't want to. I love being emotional. I love the insight that I get from that. But I don't want it to sometimes color and restrict my life and my experience. So coming back to that example that I gave you, when I sat with this realization, the first expectation, which was that I wanted my husband to fill me back up, and the second realization, the truth, which is that I actually needed to fill myself up on my own, and this is something I needed to come back to on a daily basis, having those two truths land quite quickly for me recolored my entire day. There was a lightness after that. There was a willingness to move forward to take action. What do I need to do here? How can I fit this into my day? Do I need to meditate all through my daughter's nap time? Do I need to go and do a spot of shopping? What is it? What do I need? And it's also because I had these realizations, which you'll experience too, I was then able to show up in lightness and in love for the rest of the day. Because once you have a realization like that, you can't ignore it. You can't go back to drowning in the emotion because the emotion's immediately lifted and there's a lightness, a release because the truth has landed. And that's what's so beautiful about doing that kind of self-reflective work. It shifts everything quite quickly. On the flip side, when we don't do that self-reflective work, when we let our expectations overtake, we end up not only lost in the emotion that we've just experienced, but also creating more emotion. So maybe more anger or frustration, or we create more stories or more drama, and then we kind of get lost in the rabbit hole of what that expectation has created for us. And that is the undoing. That is where we fall apart. And if that's happening over and over in your day, your week, your month, your year, you're in a Wow, a vortex, a vortex of emotion controlled by expectations that you did or didn't even know that you had. And that, I'm sure, is something you don't want to experience. So I'm going to leave you guys with that idea. I'm going to invite you, if you can, if you can find the time, to reflect on the expectations right here at this season of your life. Which ones are the ones that are controlling you? Which ones are the ones that are showing up all the time? Which ones are the ones that you're willing and ready to do the work on releasing? 
Sometimes just journaling it out and sitting with that truth and then watching when it comes up throughout your day or your week, that can be the beginning of a powerful shift. And then all you do off the back of that is set the intention to rewrite that. Be clear about what you want to rewrite that expectation into. Be clear about what action you would like to take off the back of the truth that you've come to learn. It is really that simple. Yes, it's not easy, but the practice is that simple. So I would like to thank you so much for listening. I hope that this podcast today has supported you and that has given you some insight and some clarity. Of course, I would always be so grateful to hear from you. So please feel free to comment below this podcast and let me know what expectations maybe you have come to realize or what has landed from you simply by listening to today's podcast. As always, guys, I wish you a beautiful, beautiful day and we will connect again soon. Thanks. Bye. If you'd like to learn more about letting go of expectations and control in your life and learning how to surrender, please head to clarabade.com shop. I have an ebook in there called Get Out of Your Own Way, 21 Ways to Surrender for Your Best Life Yet. It is a really popular ebook and I'm still receiving incredible feedback from that ebook and I know it would be such a huge stepping stone for you if this is your first foray into the idea of letting go of control expectations and diving into surrender. Enjoy guys. Bye.